to another episode of I'm Chris and Don One Podcast, episode 34. Uh, this is going to be a good episode. Uh, we're going to be talking about The Last Dance, uh, my rundown on it and uh, my take on it. We're also going to be talking about now everyone uh, from all over the world is comparing Michael Jordan, Michael Jeffrey Jordan to LeBron James. Uh, Skip and Shannon's been doing it for the for the past couple of weeks. You know, they, it, to be truthfully, they've been doing it ever since the show's existence. And we're going to uh, talk about Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan's era, and uh, LeBron James' era. And we're gonna, you know, we. I don't want to make this into who did it better, who's the best. Uh, because I don't, because to me, when you comparing, I look at it, I look at it like singing, you know, I, I love music. Uh, I love a lot of Diana, uh, Diana Ross's hits. Okay. Uh, but in the music industry, they don't view it as who was the best singer. Okay. This, this, they sort of kind of lump them all together. You know, Diana Ross, then you had the Whitney Houston's, then you have the uh, Mariah Carey's. Uh, you know, you, you, you have all these entities uh, making the industry uh, even better, okay? Uh, even fast forward to today's uh, musicians. Uh, Ariana Grande, I think uh, she has a decent voice. Um, but you don't never have barbershop conversations of... Well, who was the best singer? Okay, Diana Ross or Whitney Houston, or Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey, or Mariah Carey or Andrea Grande. Okay, uh, I, you just don't have those types of conversations because of the simple fact of you know all of these musicians is what makes music even better and stronger even uh, today. Okay. It just resonates that way. Uh, when when I when I get into uh, when I, when you talk about sports, I feel like people are trying to when when they compare LeBron James to Michael Jordan, and you have your um, Michael Jordan followers, you have your LeBron James followers. Uh, even though both sides kind of do this. Uh, I say more so on the LeBron James side of fans and followers. They try to uh, prove that LeBron James is the GOAT by discrediting a lot of things Michael Jordan, uh, you know, couldn't do. Okay, you you get that that sense from a lot of people when when they start comparing the two. Instead of just comparing their achievements... They, you know, it's like they compare Michael Jordan's achievements and then the argument for the LeBron James side of things, they sort of discredit what Michael Jordan couldn't do and make that the validation of why LeBron James is the GOAT. Okay, now you have some people that say LeBron James is a better, uh, is, is a better player than Michael Jordan. Okay. And the one thing I like to mention to people is 
when, uh, and you, you can go back to a lot of early interviews of LeBron James, okay, when uh, he was talking about chasing the go- the ghost, the ghost in Chicago, which was Michael Jordan. Uh, he always validated and he always set a goal to, in order to beat the man, you had to be the man, which is dominate, uh, which is getting a lot of NBA finals uh, championships. He has a lot of NBA appearances, but not a, but not enough NBA championships. That's what uh, the goal LeBron James put upon himself. Uh, the first, the first stint in uh, Cleveland. Then it really resonated uh, to the core of LeBron James when he's. That was one of the reasons, the biggest reason why he signed to the Miami Heat was winning titles. He had to pair up with other star talent, other NBA prime star talent to form a super team uh, so they can win titles. Uh, Even his opening speech in Miami, which, you know, it was more, you know, he was more trying to hype the the stadium up. And he sort of got caught in the moment when he said not five, not six, not seven, not eight, not nine. Okay, you know, uh, but he did have that goal in mind of that's the whole reason why he went to the Miami Heat was to win titles. He said he wanted to be with an organization like Pat Riley, who's been uh, known to win titles and know what to do to win titles, okay? Uh, His thought process was uh, Pat Riley was going to run the office and maybe uh, step down and become, I mean, and maybe step from the office and um, become the coach of the Miami Heat. Because of their big three, Chris Bosh, uh, LeBron James, and Dwayne Wade. That's what he was hoping. He only got Pat Riley to still handle the office details and personnel details, but uh, he got Eric's uh, Eric Sprocher. And he wasn't a huge fan of Eric, okay? And it took uh, some time to get the respect of Eric. But I thought uh, Eric Sprocher was a great head coach for that team okay and uh the possibilities they could have won a lot more titles than what they ended up with but you know in today's nba nothing lasts forever and you just can't just buy all of the best talent okay you can't have ev you can't have all the talent you can't have a dream team in Miami, that was the thought process of LeBron James. He thought that the Miami Heat organizations were going to uh, just uh, be in salary cap hell and pay a tax on being in salary cap hell by getting the best of the best. Okay, and um, you know, everyone likes to live in Miami. There's no state taxes there. It's beautiful. The weather is wonderful. So. You got LeBron James plus Miami and plus the Miami Heat organization uh, and their history, okay? And you got all those banners with all those rings, and that was going to entice other NBA players to join LeBron James, okay? And he did he did have exceptions to the rule. He had, uh, I think he, uh, uh, he had uh, Ray Allen uh, as well as other... 
uh, supporting cast type players. You know, Ray Allen wasn't the same Ray Allen uh, when he was with the Boston Celtics. Uh, you know, uh, uh, but he was still a good hellified player. And he's one of the reasons why they won their second title with hitting that, that final shot. OK, uh, but, you know, that's, you know, the resume of LeBron James from the Miami Heat years and even his first stint with Cleveland. And he wanted to win a lot of titles. That's the reason why he went to Miami. And then when he only won two and he saw the future of the Miami Heat wasn't it wasn't going to be very good. They was going to have to struggle to get uh, to get enough. Uh, salary cap flexibility to sign another big player. And by that time, uh, they had to max out. They was going to max out LeBron James. They was going to uh, possibly max out Dwayne Wade. But, you know, by signing those two guys, you know, there wasn't going to be enough money for Chris Bosh. So he was always the exception to the rule of, well, we probably can't max out everybody and still have enough money to make a team. And then that's why LeBron James left. OK, and when LeBron James left and went back to Cleveland, his whole mentality changed. He, he wasn't thinking about he knew that it was going to be kind of hard for him to catch up with uh, the ghost in Chicago of winning six titles. OK, so then he started focusing on his his uh, individual play. He was always going to get the assist uh, record. OK, he was always going to get the, 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 the rebounds. He was always going to average uh, pretty well in scoring. OK, uh, but in order to do that and in order to continue to do that, he had to give up a. a which a lot of people don't really talk about LeBron James is his defensive uh his de his defensive set uh sense. He was always on both sides of the court, okay? You had to pay attention to LeBron James on the offensive side, but you really had to pay attention to LeBron James on the defensive side as well, okay? In in the Miami Heat years, uh you know, people always talk about the the offensive the offensive LeBron James but nobody really don't talk about the defense how he locked down a lot of top talented NBA players on the other side of the court okay when they won their uh first title they won it against the Oklahoma City Thunder and he pretty much shut down Kevin Durant and uh you know he also had to help on James Harden okay uh so you know uh you know, uh People don't talk about the defense of LeBron James. I feel like the defense of LeBron James is a lot better than the LeBron James that we got today. So, you know, he started he started doing this campaign of, well, you know, I can't be the man as far as getting titles, but I can possibly compare to the, the man or possibly beat the man as making it an individual thing. Like, individually, I'm going to be more superior stat-wise than uh, LeBron, I mean, than Michael Jordan, okay? Uh, which is fine if you want to have that belief. But to me, a lot of people don't pay attention to what the, the things Le Michael Jordan did in his era that makes him 
that much better and that and 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 a lot of people set their careers to the Jordan standard okay uh you know I look at it as you certain players revolutionize their league okay when Bill Russell and um um shoot I forgot his name that fast like that Chambers when uh, Bill Russell and 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 Will Chambers uh, was 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 you know knocking each other. I mean, was having their having their battles. They put in the NBA on the grand scheme of things a prime time uh, sport uh, in in America. Okay, nobody wasn't really paying attention to the NBA until those two uh, brothers uh, paved the way for the NBA. And when you look at uh, Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, they uh, revolutionized the NBA yet again as making it a, 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 a televised sport. Okay, people, it was a prime time event. People would set uh, set their days uh, going to the television and seeing the NBA live because at at that particular time before those guys it was tape delayed okay so once again it revolutionized the NBA bringing it up even more making it even better than uh their uh than their successors which was Wilt Chamberlain and Bill Russell okay and then when Michael Jordan came to the scene okay he globalized the NBA okay and set it on a bigger uh, stage. He also brought the corporate dollars in because not a lot of players had shoe deals. They had shoe deals, but not to the magnitude of Michael Jordan. Okay, coming out with their own designer shoe. Uh, you know, uh, you know, having shoes that when you look at them, you can uh, you know wear this with a business suit or a, a you know a tuxedo, making them more fashionable. Okay, and setting it on a global stage to where now uh, a lot of Europeans are, are and and Japan, China is paying attention to basketball. That's why when the seasons when the season's over with, Michael Jordan would uh, go to China or go to Japan and have these basketball camps there. Not not to mention he'll have them in the states, but. Uh, he revolutionized all that. No other basketball player before Michael Jordan was going overseas to do basketball camps or even having camps in general in the States. Michael Jordan did that. Michael Jordan also brought in the corporate dollar, making the league even more uh, successful and evolutionizing it even more. Okay, uh, you know, and uh, you know, Michael Jordan, and, and as well as uh, uh, Charles Barkley and, and the and the rest of uh, Scotty Pippen and the rest of them out there, you know, Michael Jordan, you know, made shoe deals marketable. Okay, made shoe contracts marketable, made the corporate dollar brought the corporate dollar in to the NBA. Okay, and then said, and then. Even more eyes were watching the NBA. Now it's no it's no longer just uh, an American pastime. It's a global phenomenon. Okay, and and but when LeBron James, I'm not saying LeBron James didn't do enough for the league. I feel like 
a lot of people sleep on LeBron James when it comes to off the court things that he established. Okay, uh, with with the schools, uh, he's very charitable. Uh, you know, and the rest of them were, but I think LeBron does it to a, a certain extent. Uh, and and uh, you know, he speaks on a lot of things that affect even our communities to this day. Uh, Michael Jordan was not doing that. You know, Michael Jordan was um, notified. He was the one who made the comment, well, Republicans wear sneak buy sneakers too, okay? Uh, you know, but uh, LeBron James, have you know, and, and even brought it to social media. Now, I'm not going to sit up here and tell you guys that if it wasn't LeBron, if it wasn't for LeBron James, social media wouldn't be social media today. I feel like social media has its own legs has its own following i feel like everyone put in to the pot if you want to call the pot of social media but uh he's one of those social media superstars that you know is 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 famous on social media okay you know uh, you know you don't have to watch a basketball game uh to see lebron james you can see lebron james on social media as well as movies uh as well as even podcasts Okay, so LeBron James uh, hands extend everywhere. Okay, and yes, that also in that also makes the league uh, uh, better. Okay, but does it revolutionize it to the extent of what Bill Russell and Will Chamberlain was doing, or what uh, Larry Bird or Magic Johnson was doing, or what uh, Michael Jordan was doing? You know, uh, there was there's there's tons of other athletes in Le, Le, Le Michael Jordan's era that that was in other leagues, such as the NBA and the NFL, that was doing the same shoe game. But nobody didn't have Michael Jordan was really the originator when it came to sponsorship deals and shoe deals. Okay, everyone was getting deals, but not to the extent to what Michael Jordan is getting. Still to this day, look uh. Jordan, the Jordan shoe still resonate to even young kids today who haven't who who've never seen Michael Jordan play basketball live. You know, other than watching it on YouTube, things of that nature. But it's a but the name is is a fashionable icon. Okay, that is never going away anytime soon. Uh, I feel like the Jordan brand is still going to live long even when Michael Jordan is no longer here. Okay. That's how prominent that name is, okay? And there have been a lot of people with a lot of shoe deals, but they're never going to resonate or uh, eclipse what uh, the Jordan brand has done. They'll still be around, but they won't be as big as Jordan's, okay? Uh, I'm sorry to tell you that. But but, but when it comes to... Uh, when you, when I use those examples and I com- use those examples and then I sort when I compare to what to what LeBron James did, LeBron James, uh, you know the I feel like when those guys were in the sport, they was bringing you know, and I'm not saying LeBron James not doing it, but um, their comp- their uh, what they uh contribute brought the sport to a took it to another level. When you look at today's era, I feel like the sport itself is bringing a lot of uh, of these uh, players to another level. Okay? No matter what y'all think, 
uh, you know, and and this this not only goes for LeBron James, it goes for Kevin Durant, it goes to Damian Lillard, it goes to uh, a Dirt Levinsky. Uh, you know, I I think a lot of these uh, uh guys were created from the sport, from the ground up. Okay, the Kobe Bryant's, the the, the thing, you know, uh, the the Tim Duncan's. Okay, the Dwayne Wade's. All right, the Derrick Rose. Okay. Where all of these individuals uh, was 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 in uh, the reason why they're so famous and so successful is the part of the NBA global is a global is a global phenomenon. Okay, it's not an in town in state type of activity. Okay, uh, people over uh, people overseas know these players. Okay, that's you know. And, and I'm not saying it's it's bad. It makes it puts LeBron James in a bad light. It's just it is what it is. Okay, uh, just like the NFL. You know when Antonio Brown was talking about the NFL needs him. Okay, the NFL don't necessarily need Antonio Brown. The NFL don't necessarily need Tom Brady. The NFL don't necessarily need whatever name you want to put. As far as without this person uh, contributing to the NFL, the and the NFL is going to suffer. No, uh, the, the same can be said for the NBA. The NBA don't necessarily need uh, these individuals because guess what? There's other individuals that are behind them that's going to be the next ones. The next one is that going to be paying attention to. I feel like LeBron James is the biggest star in the NBA. Okay. And what he contributes to the NBA, it also enhances the NBA as well. But enhancing and revolutionizing it, taking it to another stage is like two different things. And that's not to uh, uh, put shame on LeBron James. Okay. Uh, You know, but I feel like LeBron James is a lot of people are more. uh, I feel like a lot of people know LeBron James. They're probably not basketball fans. He's got stars and fans that don't even watch a basketball game. They just like what LeBron James do on social media or in the entertainment world and things of that nature. Even on HBO, he still he has the barbershop uh, uh, talk conversation on HBO. That's a very successful show. OK, uh, undis- uh, undisputed. Uh, I think it's uh, a YouTube channel or it's uh, affiliated with ESPN that, uh, you know, that's a very successful uh, show for LeBron James. He has his agency. Okay. There are a lot of things LeBron James is doing that's not basketball related. Okay. It's not basketball relatable. Okay. Uh, So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, But if I had to compare them which I feel like you don't need to necessarily compare Michael Jordan and LeBron James, okay? I feel like a lot of people, the ammo a lot of people are using is uh, if they'll, they'll say silly things like, well, if LeBron James was in uh, Michael Jordan's era, would he be the same LeBron James? Uh, or, uh, you know, if uh, Michael Jordan was in LeBron James' era, uh, would he score more or or even have more titles? Okay, I feel like uh, you know uh, if you had to say which one was the the best one who did it the the best, uh, I I would tend to uh, go to what LeBron James used as a uh, as a testament to find out whether or not is 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 he the man that can beat the man 
or is he the numero uno when it comes to GOAT, okay? And that is the titles. I'm sorry, folks. That's how we always done it in this, uh, uh, you know, that's how we always done it in basketball, okay? Who has the most titles? Not who is superior in stats, not who is uh, team-wise did better in the regular season. They may not have had a very successful run in the playoffs, but we always based our heroes on titles. How many titles do that individual has? Okay, uh, that's the same. That's how. That's the same formula that's applied in football. That's applied in uh, baseball. It's applied in college sports. Which university is the best university? You know, everyone compares it with titles. Okay, not how many wins uh, versus losses you had in season. How it, it, it don't go by how many winnable seasons you have when you compare when you compare them to other teams. Uh, it goes by titles, folks. And, uh, you know, as of right now, uh, LeBron James it does not have the same amount of titles as Michael Jordan, okay? Not taking away nothing uh, from uh, LeBron James. Uh, LeBron James has, when if you compare only just titles, he'll have a hard time dethroning Kobe Bryant. Okay, R.I.P. to Kobe Bryant, but he has a hard time, uh, uh, you know, uh, competing with Kobe Bryant with titles, much less LeBron James. Okay, uh, so you know he won two uh, in Miami. He won one in Cleveland. Okay, so I mean he doesn't, uh, you know, if the the if the league starts. You know, uh, anytime in like the next couple of months, uh, and if they still dominate like they did in the regular season, I'm talking about the Los Angeles Lakers, him and Anthony Davis. That's a possibility that he can win another title. That's four, okay? Uh, but he's still one behind Kobe Bryant, and he's two behind uh, Michael Jordan. And to be honest with you, uh, LeBron James is not getting any younger. He's getting uh, a lot older, and the uncertainty. The uncertainty with Anthony Davis, you know, you really, you know, you really don't know what he's going to do at the end of the year. Is he going to sign a long-term extension with the Los Angeles Lakers or he's going to take his talent somewhere and form his own super team? Okay. Those are the possibilities. Okay. And you don't know long-term, uh, uh, are you going to get the Anthony Davis like you've seen this year that's injury-free? Or are you going to get the Anthony Davis like throughout his career that was injury-prone? You don't know what type of Anthony Davis you're going to get, okay? And with this league, you really don't need a dominant center, okay? Anthony Davis is a hell of a talent at the center position, okay? Uh, even though he wants to be a point, I mean, a, a point forward, he's more of a center than a point forward. OK, and when he gets a lot older and when those injuries start piling up, he's going to find out he's going to be uh, incapable of being point forward. He's going to have to be a stationary type of player. And the only position that you can be stationary in is center. OK, so uh, when he gets a little older, he's going to eventually fall into the five spot. Okay, so or when the injuries pile up, you you just don't know. But um, I feel like 
comparing, I don't, I don't like comparing the two, but if you have to compare the two, you have to go by what LeBron James mentioned uh, when he went to Miami. He wanted to compete with the ghost in Chicago, and the only way he, the only reason why he went to Miami, so he can form his own team and compete with them and win multiple titles. Okay, that's the whole premise of him going to Miami. Okay, so uh, from Miami till uh, he went from Miami back to Cleveland, uh, back to and, and, and not back to, but went to uh, Los Angeles. That's three teams. Uh, you know, we we have to. I'm sorry, we have to compare by titles. Okay. Now, uh, overall, what I thought about the Last Dance. Um, you know, a lot of this stuff was not new to me because, you know, uh, I was in that era and nothing, uh, has changed my opinion about Michael Jordan. I feel like the, you know, your people got a real glimpse of Michael Jordan by watching a lot of footage of him. Uh, you know, he's an intense player and he can be a, you know, uh, an intense player with, that wants to win at all costs. And when you're dealing with somebody like that, he's going to be a jerk. Okay. He's going to be a jerk. He's going to be not the popular guy. Okay. You know, he's not going to be singing Kubaya with you. Okay. He came in there and he motivated people differently. Okay. He can be an ointment to some individuals. Or, or, or he can be a, a person that 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 treats you know, that treats you hard. Okay, that's trying to toughen you up, sort of say. Okay, a lot of people like uh, Shannon Sharp call him a bully. You know, I don't understand how you can be a bully in a multi-million dollar sport, but that's neither here nor there. Which, by the way, you know, if you look, if, if you pay attention to what Shannon Sharp, you know, a lot of, a lot of players view, you know, was uh, Shannon Sharp wasn't the most, uh, type of person that you wanted to be around, uh, with. Okay. You know, uh, you know, I feel like, uh, between the two, I feel like Shannon Sharp respected, uh, his teammates a little bit more than Michael Jordan, but you have to understand Michael Jordan was the alpha and the omega of that team. Uh, just like Denver, when Shannon Sharp was a tight end in Denver, he wasn't the alpha or the omega. It was, uh, it, it was, uh, oh my God, I forgot that man's name, John Elway. John Elway. He was the alpha and the omega. But his mentality, his personality wasn't the same as Michael Jordan's, okay? Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, yes, he, he was a prick. Yes, he was a jerk, you know, but... He motivated people differently. He didn't come in with bags of cookies, trying to be friends with everybody. Uh, he came in there with the workman type mentality. Okay, I'm on the clock. I'm going to work. And if I see somebody not working it uh, out like me, then I'm going to question it. Okay, that's the type of person Michael Jordan was. That's why not a lot of players wanted, not a lot of superstars wanted to play with Michael Jordan because they knew if they sign to Chicago that they're not going to share the light with Michael Jordan. They're not going to share the leadership with Michael Jordan. And I don't want to say this to bash LeBron James. 
that's one of the reasons why, in my opinion, the Miami Heat, they could have won more titles. But the problem with the Miami Heat was you didn't know who was the alpha or the omega. You can't have a situation where one game, LeBron James does his thing, and then another game, uh, Dwayne Wade does his own thing, and then they go back and forth, back and forth, and occasionally we'll sprinkle in some Chris Bosh or whoever else. You, you have to have one person where the offense and the defense so it, it runs through them. Okay, that's how basketball works. Okay, if 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 you got two people, two stars, then you got some situations. Okay, you you can only have one alpha, one omega. The offense and the defense runs around them, and then everybody else is 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 the supporting cast. Okay, now. He can be now that now Dwayne Wade or LeBron James could have been Robin, but it can only been one Batman. And that's how basketball works. So when people say, well, that may be true and all, but in in this era, you can have two Batmans. No, you can't have two Batman. You can't have two. You can't have a Superman and a Batman. Okay. Uh, Dominating, uh, uh, you know, uh, a sport. Okay. You just can't have that. You got to have one star and one co-star, and then you have your supporting cast. That's sort of how successful teams work, okay? Particularly in basketball, where there's only one ball. It's a smaller court when you compare it to the baseball field or a football field or a soccer field, okay? You, you, you have to know where the offense and defense going to run through, okay? Who, who is going to run through? Okay, and I felt like the Heat, the Heat could have won more. They could have won four titles. Okay, but uh, in today's rules, it's kind of difficult when you have a when you have a salary cap. You can go over the salary cap, but you're gonna have to pay a health. You have to pay a large tax for going over, and not a not a lot of owners wanted to do that. You know. Uh, and uh, even uh, the owner of the man, he said, that's not going to work. We're not going to go over the salary cap just to sign everybody. And that's the reason why Michael, uh, LeBron James left. He, he went back to Cleveland. Dan Gilbert didn't mind doing it because Dan Gilbert was was put in a situation where, you know, he had to get him back because his franchise was suffering uh the way how Le- LeBron James exited and the things he said about LeBron James on his way out, he sort of had to do that. He was sort of put in a corner where he had to do that. But think about it, folks. He went over the salary cap during LeBron James' time in Cleveland. He uh, uh, made LeBron James the highest paid player. Uh, he signed uh, Kevin Love to a contract that nobody else would want to sign him. No one else wanted Kevin Love at that route. At that rate, J.R. Smith, he signed him to a max deal. Nobody was bidding for the services of J.R. Smith. And everyone told him that he was going to uh, regret signing to J.R. Smith to that contract. Uh, Christian Thompson, who he's trying to get rid of. Nobody, uh, you know, as far as Christian Thompson, the player, there's a lot of franchises that would love the services of Christian 
Thompson, the player. But that contract, they do not want that contract because he got paid way too much money. Okay. And Dan Gibbert was bidding with himself, but he was really trying to uh, please LeBron James. Okay. Because these were all of LeBron James's friends. Okay. Uh, the people that he wanted to play alongside with. Okay. Which ultimately, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers don't have a future. Okay. They done pretty much sold uh, all their first round draft picks. Uh, they, they got, they got players that still, uh, even they, they, they released them. They're still paying the, the, the penalty for having them. Okay. Even when they're con they're no longer playing for the team, but their contracts still count to their salary. And, uh, you know, the, the Cleveland Cavaliers future is, 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 is brim is there's no glimpse in sight. Okay. Which sets up a perfect opportunity for LeBron James. So when he's done uh, playing a uh, basketball, he can buy the Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay. And uh, it, it'll be very affordable for LeBron James. Dan Gilbert would be put in a situation where even with this coronavirus pandemic, a lot of owners are, 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 are screaming that they're hemorrhaging money. Okay, because there's no uh, team. I mean, there's no basketball, and they can't make their. They can't recruit their income uh, because there's no basketball. Even though they have other entities outside of basketball as owners, but and even though the owner is saying they, they you know, they rather just cancel the season and just call it a loss. Okay, uh, and the players, not a lot of players want to come back. Okay, which. You know, uh, you know, that's another time for another story. But the point I'm making is LeBron James, when he's done playing basketball, you know, uh, unless uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers turn it around uh, next year and beyond. OK, there's a possibility where LeBron James could uh, own the team that he that, that drafted him, which uh, Michael Jordan couldn't do that. OK. Uh, he was, uh, he, he, he had a promise, uh, they, the owner promised, uh, Michael Jordan that he was going to be an owner for the Wizards. That didn't turn out, paying out very well, but he had to play for the Wizards. All right. And he's the owner of, uh, of the Charlotte Bobcats. Uh, but he's not an owner of the team that drafted him, which was, uh, the Chicago Bulls. You know, that's something where, uh, LeBron James could one up, uh, Michael Jordan, you know, he there's a possibility that he could buy the franchise, or you know, the franchise may may not be worth what Dan Gilbert uh, is offering. Okay, so you know, but that's down the road. That's you know, LeBron James got several years before he retires. Okay, but my 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 point of it is is that you know, comparing just to wrap this up. I don't like comparing the two, LeBron James or Michael Jordan. They did it two different ways, and they got two different outcomes from it. There's a such thing as reading a book, a great book, and then finding another great book, okay? You don't compare, you know, yeah, you might say one would, one had, you know, one is probably better than the other, okay? But there's still two great books. Just like having uh, two cars, you know, you know, you may have a uh, a car that it takes you back and forth to work. Then you have your leisure car that you you know do, do on the weekends stuff like that. 
They're two great cars in your opinion. Okay. They do two different things, but they're still great cars. Okay. One may be better than the other one in your mind and in your opinion, but they're still two great cars. And, and, and that's the same thing I'm getting with LeBron James and Michael Jordan. Two great players did it different ways. Clearly, Michael Jordan is greater than LeBron James. Okay, if if you had to, you know, hold a gun to my head. But I still enjoy both players. They're still great in the eras that they reside in. Okay, so um, the last dance real fast, real quick. Um, like I said, there's a lot of stories. You know, uh, you know, even though, you know, the like the flu game, everyone thought Michael Jordan had a flu. It, it find out he had food poisoning, you know, uh, you know, and that's, you know, when you talk about stories like this, some stories like this, they they enhance the story by embedding a lie into it. OK, and this is on every bio bio uh, bio story. OK. You know, when LeBron James has his own bio story, I'm pretty sure they're going to have stories that, you know, stories that we thought was the truth. When his biopic comes out, we find out that, you know, uh, that wasn't necessarily that wasn't necessarily true. Uh, certain things in that story was true, but I think they uh, put a lie in it to make the story more favorable, more enhance it, enlighten it a little bit more. That's in in every uh, athlete's uh, story, and um, I feel like with this bio with uh, Michael Jordan, uh, he's going to live on, folks. Uh, even when he's, uh, I'm not wishing no death upon nobody, but when he leaves his planet, his his uh his history is going to live on the things he did is going to live on from generation after generation after generation after generation he's not going to be for- forgotten anytime soon okay uh a lot of players still to this day mimic michael jordan uh that's another caveat a lot of people don't pay attention to you know a lot of people have the michael jordan posters uh, a lot of kids who never seen Michael Jordan play live still have Michael Jordan posters, sh- still wear Michael Jer- Jordan shirts, wear his shoes. OK, so you're going to always, you know, for every generation, for every year, there's a new, uh, there's, you know, there's a new generation that that you're going to have to pay attention to for the years to come, the decades to come, the future to come. Okay, and uh, I I feel like when it comes to when when you talk about Michael Jordan, his imprint is going to be everlasting. Okay, now uh, what this means for LeBron, LeBron's imprint imprint is going to be everlasting as well. Okay, Uh, but, uh, you know, are people still going to be wearing LeBron James shoes? You know, when he's when it's all said and done, and he retired. I feel like LeBron James when, if, when he retires, he's going to do more things besides shoe deals. And he might he'll still continue to shoe line because he's got a lifelong contract with Nike. OK, but I feel like after basketball, you know, LeBron James is going to got his mind on other things, sort of like Kobe Bryant. Uh, I'm not talking about he, he's not going to be making movies or anything like that. But I feel like Michael uh, LeBron James' mind is on other things besides basketball. 
okay? You know, he'll still be resonating in the basketball field, but I feel like outside of that, he has other aspirations, okay? I feel like LeBron James, a lot of moves recently that he done is more media-type uh, moves. And I feel like he wants his own sports network. I feel like he wants his own uh, sports journalistic entertainment uh channel or field you know beyond blogs i feel like blogs are over with i think they're all said and done i think these podcasts are nice and all but i feel like lebron james is looking more on the media side of things okay and uh you know he's building and establishing relationships with other journalists okay um uh, undefeated i think he got uh, i think he got a lot of journalists that he respect under that umbrella as well as uh the barbershop talk conversations i feel like um uh, lebron james is more into entertainment media uh news media or entertainment media okay i feel like that's where he's uh i think when he's done playing basketball i think that's what he's going to do um, you know, so, you know, it is what it is. Um, I had some more stuff to talk about. I didn't know I was going to be talking about this, uh, uh extremely long. Uh, but, um, guys, tell me what you think. Rate, comment, subscribe. It's your boy, the host with the most. I'm Chris, the dumb one. Hope you have a lovely week. I'll see you guys next week on the next episode of I'm Chris the Dom One Podcast. Do not forget to support your boy on uh, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, or any service or any application that has a podcast format. You will see me there. Best believe that. You will notify uh, all the iPod listeners this episode will be uh, uploading, and sometime today you'll get to see it. I mean, get to listen to it as well. It's your boy. I'm up out of here. Doosers. It.